0: welcome to another episode of nothing in moderation coming to you from the world famous multi-million dollar studio right behind the sears dumpster enjoy the show Episode, I believe, of the Nothing in Moderation podcast. My name is Mike. I am here hanging out with my bestest friend in the whole wide world. That's me, I'm Travis. Travis. That is I. Yeah. Debut episode he says. Yeah, we'll see. This one may not even make the cut. This one <laughs> this one may end up just getting trashed like the other ones have for being terrible.
1: You know, I, I told one person, I, I take that back, I told two people about this, and as soon as I brought it up, there was giggly pants about it. Oh my god, I want to listen to it. And I was like, yeah,
0: maybe. I've, uh, I send them, after all the ones we've recorded, after we record them, I, I've sent all of those, like, to my wife to listen to. I sent our buddy Destry, I sent him couple of the episodes to check out and then babin was actually inquisitive when him and i were talking about the logo so i I sent a couple to babin too but other than that i haven't really really talked to many people about it so
1: i only talked to uh my buddy the comic book guy brian my friend Kristen. i mentioned it to her and she was the one who was all excited she's like oh my god as soon as i can listen to it i will i'm I'm sure i'll be a fan she's like if you ever need somebody to come on the show i'm i'm absolutely on board for it hundreds of people have seen me on the jrr pod or broadcast so i'm famous now
0: the uh the the weird thing about guests is like i don't i don't want to bring guests to this particular Studio. This
1: is an impressive studio. The number of millions of dollars that we've spent to build this studio should alone make people uncomfortable. So it's
0: in the bathroom of an unused room in my house. So Travis is sitting. He
1: says the house. It's actually
0: a Sears. Yeah, yeah, it's a Sears. I call it a house. It's the dumpster out back. Uh, Travis is sitting about two feet from a shower and the toilet. There is a window unit stuck precariously into a door covered up with plywood in order to dampen the sound and try to create a better. You know, sound quality for these podcasts. The towels that I've lined the walls with via stapler had a nice touch. They also
1: look like you wrestled them from homeless people behind <laughs> the same Sears that we're broadcasting at. That's that's a good possibility. They they smelled clean. Smell tests. I mean, mm-hmm. you can wear them, right? I, I can. I, I may have to at some point. Is this um, the, uh, oh, what's that? arts and crafts website that the ladies love. Oh, Pinterest. Pinterest. Is yeah. this your, your Pinterest sound deadening concept? This this is my Pinterest sound deadening
0: concept. I promise at some point I'll figure out how far away to or from the mic I need to be. I know I'm in and out, in and out, not fucking.
1: Like a tromboner. Kind
0: of. A hooker. A tromboner. The, uh, but yeah, no, this is the sort of the, the Pinterest idea I had was, or that I saw was more like the guy built actual like picture sized frames and then like stuffed them with towels and then hung those on the wall so they look more like art than, you know, some towels I've precariously stapled to the wood
1: paneling. But it's a bunch of towels in the shapes yeah. of cinnamon rolls or something? Basically,
0: yeah. He just rolls them up row as tight as he can. So we may do that at some point. Um, hopefully one day we'll have enough money for actual sound deadening in a, you know, real studio. I
1: mean, we're just sharing a stolen mic, so.
0: Yeah. Well, no, we, we splurged for two thirty dollars mics, as you can probably hear. The, so I really quick want to go over all of our social media and places where you can find us. Before
1: you get into that, Damn it! just because I have it up on my screen on a notes list, one of your notes is clearly not for the show. It, it says grocery list and the number one item on your grocery list says dicks. Correct.
0: So the, what's the number two item though?
1: Uh, I am not looking at the list. Oh, butts. but right. so it's Dixon Dicks and butts. butts. Not in, but and with, s- with spaghetti squash and sour cream. Oh, did she
0: add to the list? She did. Nice. I like it when she adds to the list around my fuckery. I'll I'll do that every now and then. Like we'll just I'll update the list with something, and and she'll add to it, and not even delete it. She knows it's there. I mean,
1: that's we're both the same way though, because when you and I were making an equipment list. Oh yeah. I you know I had made the comment quoting a. I think it's Michael Guzman. You know, had I known it was going to be that kind of party, I'd have stuck my dick in the mashed potatoes. And then on our list of equipment for the show, I put mashed potatoes.
0: You have also put dicks on there, uh, I believe, at one point. I might have. You definitely made fun of me for purchasing the wrong mixer to get us started.
1: Right, I, set, um, I made a separate line item that said correct mixer. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I did that. So anybody wants to buy a mixer that you cannot record to via USB, holler at me. Got one for sale. I'll sell it for the low-low. Um, the low-low. Back to the social media and the internet stuff. Uh, we do have a website. It's nothinginmoderationpod.com. Not got a, lot, a whole lot on it now. Basically, it's just going to be our feed and, you know, the, a main picture. I'm internet stupid apparently and forgot how to work websites, so I'm still working on that. You can send us an email, nothinginmoderationpod at gmail.com critiques, questions, stories, fun shit, whatever you want to send us, send it send it that way. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook all at nothing in mod pod. Last thing is we're going to be available pretty much anywhere you can get podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Downcast, Overcast, all the casts, uh, any place you you need to get one just should be able to find us Soundcloud and all. Potentially your local record uh, store. Potentially yes. If you if you do wherever you do find us, please do rate and review us five stars. It helps us get you know reach a broader audience and reach more people and makes this all for something other than nothing and although it is nothing in moderation i, I would like to have a moderately successful podcast
1: i mean you know the more followers slash contributors that we have because it's not just people who listen in theory they'll tell us we suck or, or something else via email or a- ask us personality questions God, or anything of the sort. i sorts. can't wait but
0: for the first person emails is telling us how fucking terrible we are i mean Cause i just can't wait to respond with yeah we know we do that's why we that's why we started this. It but was, the more we stuck. do
1: this and, and the more support that we have, the more things we can do not in moderation. Like
0: have wild, crazy live podcasts at random bars and stuff, which is a thing, because I pay to go see
1: them now. At, at um, random bars? Oh, Not you random bars, but,
0: but yeah, yeah, podcasts. The whole the whole live podcast, like gets taken off as like an actual live show for a lot of people, which is cool. There are there are entire large podcasts that spend half their year touring city to city doing a live show and will pay all sorts of money to go see
1: it. Didn't you you said you just went and saw just, Recently,
0: went to last podcast on the left. Uh, but previous to that, I went to the Joe Budden podcast as well. That's um, the musician. Yeah, he's the, 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 the former rapper.
1: What did, uh, if I may ask, what did you end up paying for tickets to events like that?
0: Um, last podcast on the left was like twenty-seven bucks, I think. Okay, so plus the stupid Ticketmaster fees, which were almost as much as the fucking ticket. Right. Um, it ended up fees and all. It ended up being about forty to forty-five dollars per person to see either
1: of them Um, which isn't
0: too bad when you think about like you're gonna pay that to go see a band and i listen to podcasts far
1: more than i listen to music you're not gonna get away with paying that little for a band anymore i mean i mean maybe if nobody's heard of them anytime i see stuff pop up unless it's an independent musician like mc chris is coming in concert in november and i think his tickets are are somewhere from like 12 to 25 dollars and then
0: chris is as popular as most podcasts would be Okay, because you got to you got to remember, even though like Joe Budden is popular or last podcast on the left, guys, they're popular. There's still nowhere near the amount of people listen to podcasts that listen to a a band like Tool or whatever. Yeah, but I
1: mean, you're not going to when Tool came locally, tickets were like two hundred dollars and and we can get into this a whole nother time. But Uh, we got time. (laughs) I can't believe how expensive concerts oh, have gotten, ridiculous. and I'm starting to sound like an old man with it. You know, I remember going to to the OzFest and the Warped Tour, and you know, festivals are kind of not a fair comparison anyway. But I think I went and saw Metallica with Limp Biscuit and Lincoln Park, um, the Deftones, and Mudvayne. Yeah, and I think the ticket was seventy bucks. Yeah, so that's and, and that's a at the time was a pretty big concert series, yeah. but now it's like someone paid. A thousand dollars or twelve hundred dollars a seat to see Beyonce, and that's not even in the front. That's kind of just like lower bowl, yeah, towards the front. You know, well, and, and that's it, crazy. It's the same thing with sporting events
0: <clears throat> because I'm I would be personally far more likely to go see like a football game than I would be a concert. Just you know, I don't like people in concerts are terrible for me because they're they everybody's crammed into one space. So the football game, I feel like I have more room.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of concerts have actual seating instead of general
0: admission, and we're old now, so we
1: don't do the mosh pitting. Yeah, Yeah. but
0: regardless of that, even football tickets, like my—we're in Central Florida, for those of you that don't know. My brother's a huge Gators fan, and for his 40th birthday, I wanted to get him tickets to go to the Florida opened up their season in Orlando against Miami. The cheapest in Miami is— is a while they've been a great team before. The last few years they are very bottom of the barrel. They've won like two games or three games this year. They're not good. And the cheapest ticket was still like three hundred and seventy five dollars for the worst seat in the Citrus Bowl. And like That's crazy. I just I can't. I, I, it blows my mind. Which is what what makes a forty dollar night out to see a podcast seem
1: affordable. Yeah, and I mean obviously they're picking up steam and stuff. It just I'd never thought to go see one. Yeah, and, and admittedly you listen to to podcasts a lot I'm, more than I do. I, yeah. I drive a lot for work, but I just. I stream music or yeah. or listen to my local radio show I am a big fan of the the morning show yeah. locally on the rock station the uh, CNI
0: when I commuted a lot and I mean I don't commute at all anymore two and a half miles you know each way but when I was driving to Orlando and I'm an hour in the truck on the way in hour and a half on the way home it was all I had I, I can't I can't find two and a half hours worth of music in a day that I want to listen like I like lots of different things but I just I don't like it all at once and at least sense. with the podcast I felt like somebody was talking with me, you know.
1: Right. You know, my buddy Julio was real big into listening to, uh, I think, is it Hardcore History with Dan Carlin? Yeah, yep. And that, I mean, he covered a lot of stuff. He, and man, I can I'm impressed. He can, he can talk without interacting with somebody for that yeah. much time and really cover all the material that he does. And, and I like learning about history and stuff. I just, if I'm driving, I'm paying attention to driving because everybody's terrible in Florida. Yeah. So I don't really get a chance to listen the way I would like to, you know. Yeah. And I've done ebooks like, uh, Graham Hancock's finger is it fingers fingerprints of the gods mm. I had that on ebook and I just I couldn't dedicate enough attention to the audio to take away from it the way I would to read yeah you know in in same thing with podcasts you know like sitting at the computer working on stuff I'll play like if I see Joe Rogan had somebody on the podcast that I really want to hear from you know yeah uh DeGrasse Tyson or Graham Hancock, or yeah. like today he had Edward Snowden yes, on.
0: I've, I've started to listen to it. I haven't got past the 17 minutes of ads at the beginning of it. Right. To, to listen to Edward Snowden yet.
1: <laughs> but, you know, I try to listen there, but it'll take me a, a 10 hour day to get through a two hour podcast because yeah. I pause it to dig deeper into something I need to give a little bit more attention. Yeah. And then I can't, if I'm doing that, I'm not paying attention to the listening. And yeah.
0: See, and I, I don't, I don't, um, I don't let it stop playing if I'm digging into something else. Like, I, you know, if I hear it, I hear it. Like, it's really, a lot of times, it's just background noise for me, so. But I also, I listen to a lot of news podcasts and a lot of sports podcasts, so they're redundant to some effect. Like, I've got, like, four different news podcasts I listen to every morning, and although they're from different sources and their stories overlap a lot, you get a little something different from all of them. So it's not, you know, I try not to, like, hardcore history. I think I've listened to one of his episodes in its entirety.
1: I mean, like that, that makes sense. That is, Something that is not educational, yeah. something that's kind of just, like you said, redundant, repetitive, Yeah, one and the same.
0: Well, then, yeah, you know what I mean. I wanted to do, I wanted to be in the department of redundancy department. Right. Yeah. The, um, but, like, the last podcast on the left, guys, they do conspiracy theories and serial killers and aliens and, and lots of different weird shit. And, like, they just did a full series on the Mormons, but it was, like, six parts because they keep it to an hour, an hour and a half. And the very first podcast I ever listened to was their 9-11, and it was, like, two hours each, three episodes. You know, so I could listen to it all in one shot on my way home, and then... You know, start over the next one the next day or, or whatever. Um, so I can, you know, I'd rather listen to, instead of trying to listen to Dan Carlin, you know, four and a half, five hour long increments. Right. If I can grab an hour of Mormonism or an hour of nine eleven here and then pick it up in a few days, that works out better for me too. So, you know, there are definitely lots of different, you know, forms, which is probably one of my Things I like most is there's so many different forms and things you can do. Like there are, there's a couple that I listen to that are all they're they're fictional. Okay, you know, like they have like old timey radio shows almost. So I enjoy things like that too, which is you know something that I'm starting to get into more.
1: Right, I'm I'm not huge on fiction. There's certain television and movies I watch that's obviously fiction, but like when it comes to reading, never I read... never read the Bible. Surprisingly, there's a fair amount that I've read from that to uh, give me better stance in conversation, but. But to, no, like movies and stuff, I, uh... I enjoy some fictional stuff. I'm obviously a a big comic book fan, and and that's, it's fiction, you know, unless you watch Unbreakable or something, and then he says, you know, maybe it's based on real life, or or whatever it is, but, like, when I read a lot of what I do read is nonfiction. I just, I can't, I can't get into, so, I enjoy The Lord of the Rings. Okay. Okay, the the movies and stuff, the visuals are amazing, you know, New Zealand appears to be gorgeous, they they did an amazing job, and there's, you know, some up-tempo stuff, some very slow stuff to fill space, Mm -hmm. but if you actually read Tolkien, it's a kind of tough read, unless you're very much so a reader he does a lot of work fleshing out what imagery you should be feeling in your yeah. imagination and i just i i don't do well with that i read really slow mm-hmm. uh probably because i don't read enough yeah so in something like that i would prefer to have the actual someone who feels they're interpreting the imagery correct and see it myself but kind of like the denny's menu versus the cheesecake factory menu you know, yeah. the food's better at Cheesecake Factory, but Denny's has an easier time picking it out.
0: Yeah. I can I can find the moons over my hammy in a second. Right. I can't find the fucking shepherd's pie that I love. To, it takes me ten minutes to sift through it in the bullshit menu.
1: Right. Just like comic books as a, a source of fictional reading versus novels. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd, I'd rather read – I read an entire series of, of manga, which is a Japanese comic book. I read the entire Death Note series. It's it's over ten volumes. And it's, you know, I'm going to be way off and somebody will probably correct me, but they're a hundred plus pages each. Yeah. And I just read them. And when yeah. I finished like, one. I re- know,
0: I know there's somebody out there that's going to hear this and they're going to immediately open up their computer and start typing out an email. It's
1: 132 pages, right. you
0: dumb motherfucker.
1: Well, listen, I welcome that kind of corrective email because it means somebody actually listened and gave a shit. Yeah, but that's true. But, that's but you know, point. it's fictional. I really enjoyed the storyline. There's. Basic imagery that goes with it. Yeah. And it kept itself moving. There's two story arcs, you know, and then much like most people who read fiction, they'll say, well, the movie wasn't nearly as good and none of the movie adaptations happen. I hate been. those
0: people. As you just explained, like with Tolkien and versus the Lord of the Rings, like mm-hmm. the amount of writing it takes to get you to see what they're showing you on TV, like they're never going to
1: match up ever. And you take in a lot more information from being presented with it, like a documentary. Yeah. You know how many history classes do you have to sit through to learn everything that you're going to learn in a in a four part history series. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, it's obviously got a, a skew to it because this is what they're teaching you. Mm-hmm. This isn't you know the totality of it. The Jurassic yeah. Park movies don't include everything that's in the Jurassic Park books. That
0: that pisses me off too because it's fucking Jurassic Park. Like it's not. It's not a thing, but it's Jurassic Park. But it is. I don't know. People are fucking crazy. Now that we've run off on a fucking <laughs> ten minute long tangent, we wanted to just do a, an episode to kind of let you guys get to know us. Kind of talk about who we are, why we are. Mostly because my dad didn't pull out. We might have to cut that out later. I don't know. We'll see how people feel about it.
1: Or did because it's not really an effective means of birth control. Sure, That's true. sure. That's true. That's we good we want to make sure we promote. Oh, okay. Good. I mean, we don't promote what you got to promote. No, right? I'm just saying no, we. we just <laughs> Eventually, we'll have our own line of condoms. Yeah, but no, it, we we don't really have we don't really have done. We haven't really done many things in moderation through mm-hmm. our lives, and no. have made it where we are surprisingly, and and not had serious complications from our actions. I mean, I've been hospitalized a couple times and stitches and, and burn care and and stuff like that. But yeah. you know, nothing that's a lifelong issue. Fireworks in your butthole. Yeah, well, I mean, got to hold a bottle rocket somehow. Yeah. But, I mean, neither of us have ended up with kids accidentally. in and, and, you know, Or on purpose. That's valid, too. Uh, or, you know, any sexually transmitted issues or anything like mm-hmm. that. And that is the one thing I'll say, even though with reckless abandon, we've made a point to not cripple ourselves for life if we can help it. Yeah. We encourage everybody else to think a little bit. Yeah, sometimes, definitely.
0: allegedly. I, I'm sure our reasons for wanting to do this are, are completely different. Just because I don't honestly really know why I've always liked radio i've always like even when i was a little kid drew garabo was the uh the Night guy, he
1: was a Simpsons trivia expert, wasn't he? Wasn't that one uh, of no, those things? Was, I, I, don't,
0: I don't think that was him, I think it was the guy that was with him who was Daniel. That was okay. the Simpsons guy because Daniel had like a full room in his house dedicated strictly to the Simpsons.
1: Okay, then maybe it was calling into Drew's show if you could yeah. stump the Simpsons expert yeah. or something. And you're,
0: yeah, that was probably Daniel. Um, I don't remember that specific Daniel. bit, but um, well, Daniel went on to do a mediocre time with Tom and Dan, which is a super successful local podcast, but they were on like the morning show locally here and. But I've always really liked just talk radio in general. I've always wanted to kind of be on radio, but I didn't want to go through all the bullshit you had to go through to be on radio. Like the whipping boy you had to be to make it on, you know, talk radio in the 2000s.
1: Yeah, but I mean, paying your dues as much as, like, don't get me wrong. I remember there was a, I think it was the Bubba the Love Sponge show. One of the interns, they had jump off of a pool balcony or out of a hotel balcony yeah. into the pool at spring break. And he broke his leg because his leg hit the pool deck and of yeah. his whole body going in the pool. We're, yeah. You know, and nobody wants to to be abused, like you said, like nah. that. But yeah. the limited exposure you get to doing the broadcast definitely gets you the experience to be a little bit more comfortable when you are stuffed in front of it. And it helps you get the research under your belt to really start developing You know, segments and stuff like that. You do have the face for radio. I do.
0: I've always had the face and the body for radio. But other than that, like, I, you know, I've I've just always liked the idea. I like being able to just kind of, especially since we've got all the equipment and shit set up, like, I like like to be able to just crack the mic and just talk, see what happens, see where it goes. And it's been been pretty fun so far for the few little bullshit pilots we've recorded, which you may someday listen to, but probably not, because like I said, they're real terrible. I will probably, if we do release them, I will probably have to pay somebody that knows what they're doing to edit them. Just so they sound halfway decent, because they sound fucking terrible. Hopefully this one doesn't sound too bad. What about you? Uh,
1: you know, I remember when we were roommates and and you brought up the idea of doing a podcast, and I was like, well, what the fuck's a podcast? Yeah. Because I wasn't into it, and, you know, it was sort of new and fresh, and you kind of explained it to me, and, and to me it was, all right, well, dedicated time to hang out with my best friend. We, theory, it's essentially just what we do anyway. We talk, we crack up we we tell stories and you know i'd, I'd always felt like i had a, a fair number of ridiculous stories it's just a matter of bringing them to words on cue versus uh how they casually come up in conversation you know and i'd always thought the idea of being on radio is really cool or being on tv uh, obviously i'm more built for radio like you are yeah um and even stand-up is something i think is super interesting and you know if i pull my head out of my ass and actually sit down and try and you know, write a five-minute bit or something. Yeah. It, it may work out. It may not. It probably won't. But, but the most important thing is getting out there and bombing. Yeah. You know, everyone's going to fail. Yeah. Failing is the first step. I'm at, good at failing. The more things you fail at, the more things you've tried. And Yeah. In theory, one of them may eventually get good at it if you keep trying.
0: Maybe. I haven't yet, but... No, I, I, I haven't either. I'm good at drinking. I'm not even good at that anymore. I know. I get fucking hammered drunk real quick. I don't know why you say anymore. I don't know. Well, because I, I used to be good at it.
1: That's what you say. Fuck you. <laughs> When we lived together and I had a kegerator, you'd be like, "I'll drink a beer."
0: That's because you only you only put headache beer in it. Yingling immediately gives me a headache because it's all, all you Mike. ever put in
1: it. That's you, because it was delicious. It's and fucking.
0: It is delicious for sixty four dollars a keg. One keg is delicious. Thirty seven kegs later, the deliciousness wore off.
1: Well, if you drank a full keg yourself, then you could. Convince me to buy something else, or if yeah. you wanted to put in for it, I mean, yeah, no, I just I wasn't kept doing that. It.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, it was your money, it was your your deal. That's you. What's
1: important is the strongbow keg that we bought led to the downfall, yeah, of the kingdom. Was fucking strongbow, strongbow is terrible, too. I, I like strongbow as far as ciders go, it's not overly sweet. Uh, so Travis and I did live together for a years
0: off and on total, yeah, about probably. a year the first time that I didn't pay rent, um, <laughs> six or eight months the second time where I did pay rent. And the guy, that, the other guy that was living there, didn't pay rent. Right. So I've
1: got good. You've got I, good decision-making yeah, choices when it comes uh, to. He's I, always
0: got good friends that don't have any money. Yeah.
1: Or, I mean, when you started living with me, you were, I had plenty of money. Yeah, you're doing what um, was it? Uh, contract work for yeah, Lockheed or yeah, something, and, and you weren't even living in the state. You no. were like, All right, I'm going to be in California, but I yeah, need someone to store my shit was, for the next. I was three paying months. rent to travel. Okay.
0: Whatever. But uh, we've probably known each other a little over ten years, I guess. We met through some now. To now known uh, nefarious friends. Any yep. of the
1: ones that were decent human beings. We're
0: still friends with.
1: And they ended up skipping out on that
0: group anyway. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, All of
0: us that, that made it out of that group have gone
1: on to be better than the people that still hang out around that group. Oh, yeah. So. The, the first time that you showed up at that group gathering. Well, let me rephrase that. The first time we were both at the group gathering at the same time. Mm-hmm. I guess I had taken some time off from the group just to pursue other interests. Because you saw the writing on the wall. Yeah, I want to do more race car stuff instead of car stereo stuff. I just came back around to check in and say hi to everybody. And I think you came were, by to pierce somebody or something. That may have been the case. I was I'm almost certain you were there to pierce people. When I was going to the police academy. I was I was doing body piercings for money on to, the side. Yeah, on a random back porch. Yeah, well, whatever. I was sterile. Yeah, still am. But yeah, we. Uh, I think that was the first time I met you, and you were essentially my stunt double, well as God. You were the the yeah. comedy. Yeah. Portion of the group, and then I show up and. You're cracking on me, and I'm i ripping on you. And I remember yeah. you going, "Who the fuck's this guy?" Yeah. Well, because
0: it was weird. Because you, I sit there and I'm just, I'm, I'm quite literally, I'm the, and I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want this to sound like I think I'm super funny because I don't think I'm as funny as people think I do. If that makes sense. Okay. So, like, if people, people, if I'm like a funny five, people think that I feel like I'm a funny ten, oh, and okay. I know I'm a funny five. Like, I don't. You know.
1: You view yourself as average. Yeah.
0: Um, and people may think I don't view myself as average. You I guys mean, get
1: the point. You use yourself as the the zero mark and people yeah. are either more or less funny.
0: Yeah. Well, in that group, everybody else was less funny. Right. Um. None of them. And it just literally like it was just me making fun of them. And then you show up and you join in on making fun of them and also start making fun of me, which I'm always there for. And we just kind of hit it off from there.
1: You're love at first sight, essentially. It was. And then we'd go places together and... I'd have been done with a police academy and you'd be like, oh, hey guys, this is my buddy Travis. He's a <laughs> cop. And I'm like,
0: God "Damn it, I'm misintroducing you as my buddy Travis. He's a cop.
1: Yeah. The only downside to that is if somebody doesn't like cops, they automatically... Listen, even when I was a cop and there was a cop behind me yeah. in a marked car and I was not in a marked car, like, I still had the same pucker factor other other white people do. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't want to try and say, you know... Yeah, no. It's, it's definitely
0: definitely different from what other people of other races experience. Uh, I think one thing, just because we're kind of touching on it real quick, we've decided to mostly try to stay away from politics. I don't think it's going to be completely possible. Um,
1: especially with, you know, we don't necessarily have to voice our opinion yeah. on what's going on, but we're yeah. going to have
0: to do a spin off podcast, which is all politics. Oh, that sounds terrible. Yeah. yeah. So we've covered how we met, why we, why we wanted to do a podcast. The, I know we were talking about doing a recurring segment, uh, which is going to be called hard to swallow, I guess. Which I don't really like the name of, but we're rolling with it because it's all we got. So if you got a better name for hard to swallow, you can send it to us. Uh, send us an email, and we will we will take them all into consideration. Uh, this week's treat, all at that, is uh, salmon jerky. Apparently, that's what you hear Travis opening. Um, it looks like snakeskin.
1: I'm not 100 percent sure we should actually eat it. Um, the age. Or expiration date on it was sometime mid this year. It's cured meat, right? Yeah, it's the 11th of August 2019, oh. um, which is a little bit earlier this year. I've, I've eaten bacon that was
0: on the floor similar amounts of times. Have, so. you, have you
1: sniffed the salmon I jerky? I have.
0: I, I was re- as repulsed
1: by it as you were. The first time I, I ever had salmon jerky is when it smells I like in Alaska. Rock-ish. It does. It's also hard as a rock. So it's like me. The hard to swallow segment originated from a, a vlog that I used to be part of that was called the Committee of Gentlemen. You didn't even eat it. Nah, I don't think I'm going to. Finish you're, your story. You're going to have to. Okay. So anyway, it was a vlog I was part of that was called The Committee of Gentlemen, and a buddy of mine, uh, Eric, is a, a what's an assistant brewer or a brewmaster's apprentice or something like that at a local brewery. <clears throat> and real into crabbeard. Basic beer, white out. guy. Yeah. I mean, chubby. Yeah. Short-haired, bearded. Yeah. Like
0: tacos know. from a taco stand run by a white guy.
1: Well, you had me up into a white guy.
0: Yeah. But...
1: But uh, you know, welcome so, to craft beer, guys. <laughs> it was him and a couple of his buddies, and we all dressed in in button-up shirts and ties, and we were the gentlemen. And we reviewed beers. and Don't get me wrong; I like beer, but it just felt so boring, you know to to just drink nice beers and give it a rating. Yeah. So. <clears throat> So you're like, let's drink these shitty beers and also give them a rating. So I started buying shitty beers and, you know, I started showing up in tuxedo t-shirts instead of button-up shirts and ties. Let's
0: really really gimmick this thing up. Right.
1: Be the shtick. So the first time I showed up, it was Clamato, which I brought you something similar to that. And one of the guys freaked out so bad he took a sip and threw the full glass across the room and broke it on the wall. What the fuck? One of the other guys started puking. I was like, oh, well, this is clearly more entertaining than a bunch of, you know, stuffy white guys reviewing good beer. Yeah. And it, it kind of got out of hand fairly quickly. One of the guys said he was going to bring the stuff for the hard to swallow segment. Yeah, uh, and showed up with a pickled pig's foot, pickled sausages, pickled eggs, nice. sardines, like yeah. all kinds of stuff. And he's like, "All right, we're all going to take numbers out of a hat, and we're each going to have to eat that item." And fortunately, he's the one that pulled pickled pig's foot. Yeah, it's I would I wouldn't I would have thrown that pickled pig foot against the wall. It's like wet play doh. It's very not good. Um, so that's where the the oranges. Uh, the the orange is the beginning of Hard The origin? No, I know what I'm trying no, to say. I'm, I, I, I I'm don't mocking. think you do. <laughs> do you not know of the political figure that couldn't say origins? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Shut up, Kyle.
0: <laughs> okay. So, so, I got salmon a jerky? small bite of salmon. God, it smells so bad. It does smell bad. It also tastes about as bad as it smells. Huh.
1: So... That it bad. says, eat like a grizzly. I put worse things in my mouth. I've watched it. <laughs> there is wild king salmon, salt, brown sugar, soy sauce, glucose syrup solids, and garlic. Okay. Well, when I Warning, check this Kim. out later. Oh, boy. Yeah. That was... Um, it is Alaska's It's not best. the most
0: repulsive thing you've ever brought here to me.
1: No. I mean... You told me no more spicy stuff after the issue that you had. Oh, God. That was terrible. Hopefully you guys get to hear that one at some point. I think just that bit should be involved in things. Yeah. I I made him eat a Carolina Reaper peanut, and he had a really bad time instantly. Terrible time. He also brought...
0: Oh, God. Uh Uh-oh. Salmon's coming back to haunt me. Stop smelling it. All right. He also brought a container of...
1: uh... It's called Bean Boozled. This is
0: that kid game where you eat a jelly bean and then either taste delicious or like rotten
1: eggs. Well, that's actually the one you have. It is either buttered popcorn or rotten eggs. So to me, those are both bad. Yeah, I'm going in. That's actually my least favorite jelly bean is buttered popcorn, as far as actual jelly beans go. Yeah, that's rotten eggs. Nice. I either have lime or lawn clippings. Well, you're an asshole for that. It is lawn clippings.
0: No, how does grass taste? Actually, I kind of want to taste lawn clippings. It tastes like actual grass. It's sad that I want <laughs> I want the grass taste in my mouth to get the rotten eggs taste out of my mouth.
1: Well, just to give you an idea as to what the bad flavors are, spoiled milk, dead fish, rotten egg, toothpaste, barf, canned dog food, booger, multi-che- moldy cheese, and stinky socks.
0: All right. Well, that's disgusting. Um, you getting another one, aren't you?
1: I'm trying to find a, a stinky socks for you. I'm good. I don't want a stinky socks. Okay. Well, I have another one of these at home too, so oh, you yeah. can keep this one. So, oh,
0: thanks, thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. No problem.
1: The uh, it's like gambling and losing sometimes. Kind of. It's
0: like a, It's like that one fart.
1: The one. Yeah. Well, you know, at least one a week. Gambled and lost. Yeah. Um,
0: so but, I, I mentioned
1: I mentioned this to you last week when I was leaving and said, "Hey, we'll talk about this next week." And I'm not touching on all the the controversial mm. portion of of why this may matter, but I know that you're. Your wife had done vegan for a little while and is fairly vegetarian, mm-hmm. and Ashley and I have cut back on on some of the meat consumption and kind of taken a, a specific eating course and, mm-hmm. and, you know, been fairly successful losing weight and whatnot. But lab-grown meat mm-hmm. to where it's not actually farmed or slaughtered or anything like that is is gaining some steam, even though it's not available yet. And I meant to ask you if it was something you'd ever given any thought to trying. You know, would you eat a lab-grown burger you Know or lab grown chicken, I'd probably try it.
0: I've definitely put worse things in my body than I, than what they can grow in a lab. Just the all the shit that I think you'd have to put in it to, I mean, I don't know, it depends, I guess. Is it, it's not like, it's not like stelson or stem cell that's mutation.
1: It, it's, it's essentially like that. They're intentionally because you know, we're eating muscles, yeah. They're intentionally growing specific animal muscle fibers. Hmm. And in theory, if the muscles are not used, they should be very tender, yeah. But if you know if they were side by side and you couldn't tell a taste difference or anything like yeah, that I mean, would you have any issue eating it knowing that it's man-made versus cultivated
0: no but I I don't um you know like um like my wife's uh, wedding ring is is a man-made diamond like I you know or you know so I'm not that doesn't bother me I, I would just be as long as there's nothing in it that's you know terrible
1: for you in the long run I guess right I mean you know, mm- there's the argument for, for farm raised stuff that, you know, full yeah. of antibiotics and hormones and, yeah, and steroids you know, and yeah, stuff. As long as we're you know, we're we're not getting that stuff
0: and or whatever else they need to put in it to, you know, make it suitable
1: to do it, you know, to replace it right. and, you know, be flavorful. I just I know I would what, be worried about what they have to do to it. Some of the vegan options or vegetarian options for burgers and stuff are full of so many words you can't pronounce and Yeah.
0: but they're also a lot of those are getting better about having less ingredients in them, you know, and, and better taste like it's just it's one of those things that you know as it's as it's evolved and gotten more popular and Mm -hmm. there's more money behind it like things just get
1: better in in most things tend to progress so
0: you know and, and i know that's true like we there's a vegan restaurant that we eat at sometimes when in orlando and it it just like a lot of the stuff they serve some of it i know isn't the real thing but it's it's like it's real close in taste and it doesn't really you know but there's other stuff that like i've had their um like their hash, they do like a, a a bacon hash brown thing. I can't tell you there's not bacon in that.
1: Really? Like it's just. You well, know. I know you've you've talked a couple times about the amazing mac and cheese that they. Their have mac there and that's cheese the in. same way. Like it's you know
0: I can't. You can't tell me that that's not real cheese on there. Like and it could be. Maybe it is. Maybe that's why it tastes so good because they're like ah we're vegan quote unquote wink wink yeah. Yeah. um I know that's not the case but like it you know it, but there are there are things out there where I, like I look at them in the supermarket and I'm like what oh, so anybody eat that like just right. looking at about anybody we bought jackfruit one time and it may have been just because of that particular brand or what it was seasoned in but <laughs> Jen couldn't even throw it away like she had to leave the room because she was gonna throw up it smelled so terrible really like it smelled did you just get terrible.
1: a durian fruit on accident
0: I may, I don't know it was jackfruit it was labeled jackfruit in the package from mm. the from the grocery store from the grocery store. And like it just, it, it was so disgusting. Like it, I had to, I took the trash bag out. It was only like half full <laughs> because it was wafting through the whole house. And It just smelled terrible.
1: Do you so. have, do you have any limits on food? I know you had said no spicy just because you're not a spicy yeah, person. I, you don't want to go overboard. I mean, you'll yeah. eat spicy oh, wings, I, I but I like you're not spi- going to. I like
0: spicy food. You're not going to spicy I, challenge. I'm not, I'm not spicy challenge. And my spicy tolerance stops where it, starts to just be hot and not taste good anymore. Okay. You know, like I don't, I don't give a fuck how hot something is, but it, I like spicy food that t- it has a good
1: taste. Flavorful. Yeah, I yeah. want flavorful Right. Food. When I order wings, I tend to order one step below whatever's the spiciest so yeah. that there's still some flavor. Yeah. But I mean, is there Any food that you can think of that is a no-go for you, you know, some people don't like, my dad didn't like sweet potatoes. Yeah, I thought it was weird For a long time, it
0: was cauliflower. When I was in like middle school, my mom was doing like the South Beach diet, which was like the original low-carb keto thing or whatever. And she was like, oh, she's like, I'm going to make mashed potatoes tonight. And I didn't know it at the time, but it's fucking, it's just mashed cauliflower. And she's like, oh no, it's mashed potatoes. And I'm like, mom, these are pretty runny. She's like, I promise they're mashed potatoes. I wouldn't lie to you. Well, I put them in my mouth. She was lying. She lied, and there, you know, it's it's cauliflower, and I did not let her live that down. Anytime we were, she was like, "Oh, try this," I'd be like, "What is a cauliflower?" Like I, I until to this very day, I still bring that shit up, like, and I I rub it in her face that she betrayed me so terribly. Um, but I just recently started to enjoy cauliflower. And, like, I was, like, I sent her a text message one day of a picture of the box of cauliflower, like, thing that I was eating. Right. And I was, like, I'm not ready to apologize yet, but this
1: is delicious. The dietary habits that the wife and I are on, mm-hmm. we, we eat a fair amount of cauliflower. Rice yeah. cauliflower, you know, because yeah. we don't eat rice at mm-hmm. this point. Um, we tried the cauliflower pizza. Yeah. And we found chicken pizza is a better idea. You yep. use ground chicken for the crust. Yep. Um. We tried the cauliflower mashed potatoes, yeah. and they're just a no-go. Yeah, they, I don't care what anybody says. They don't come out the same way.
0: Yeah, no, not at all. The uh, for, for me, it was, for a long time, it was cauliflower and broccoli. I wouldn't... wouldn't really? really? Yeah. Um, now, the
1: only thing I could think of that's an absolute no-go is beets and radishes. You know, it's funny. You bring up beets. I was uh, trying to find a... We had beet powder yeah. <clears throat> as, like, a pre-workout item, mm-hmm. and the first... I was going to bring that over is the hard-to-swallow item. Yeah. And uh, the first time I ever had it, right I was in the like, trash can. I was like, "Man, all this tastes like is dirt." And then it scares you because you think you are pooping blood. Yeah, well, but I, mean, uh, but I like in mean, my current situation, that's possible, <laughs> right? We had, we cut up radishes real thin for for salads and stuff. Or there is no way you can give me a radish
0: and I don't want to punch somebody in the face for really? it. Really? Yeah, the, fucking. I am repulsed by them. The texture is nice. It, it, it's not the texture. It's, it's the taste, one hundred percent. I don't because really? I like the crunchy vegetables. Like I don't mind those. It's it's hundred percent the taste like it's just the spice of it like and it's not not to say it's spicy but it's got that that bite to it I guess I yeah there's a little bit like of it at all.
1: zing to it don't like it at
0: all fuck really it. yeah fuck the radishes Fucking right in the trash can fuck those huh don't even put them near my salad I don't want them
1: fucking tainting anything even remotely close to my salad what about when it comes to like meat and stuff have you I mean we all know chicken beef yeah and pork the my father-in-law
0: hunts so I I've got a lot of deer okay know, so I'm not you know, there's not a whole lot. I mean, I've never had like rattlesnake or turtle or, you know. Rabbit? Rabbit. I may have had rabbit at one point.
1: Squirrel? Maybe not, though. No, never squirrel. Duck? You've never had duck no. with a hunting? Oh, yeah, I've had duck at a okay. Chinese place. Okay, like a PK. Yeah, one or... of the
0: guys that I used to hang out with took me to uh, uh, the this little appetizer Chinese restaurants. What's it called?
1: Like with the steamer baskets? Mm hmm. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying, but the word escapes me. Yeah. I went to one for the first time when we were in Canada. Yeah,
0: um, dim sum. That's yes. what they are. Um, but I went to you know one of the the dim sum deals. But he made me as part of like the the deal for me to him to take me and blah blah blah. Uh, I had to eat duck's feet because that was one of the delicacies they had. They're actually pretty good. It was just kind of like real meatless chicken, thing, you know, chicken wings. So you know, it's that same consistency. The, uh, I've had so I've had duck. Um, I've had lamb.
1: What do you think of lamb?
0: It's uh, not my favorite. I don't love it. I don't hate it. I'm mm. feeling different about it mostly. So it's on my scale of would eat before apocalypse. Yeah, I
1: mean, oh. I've I've only had good lamb a couple of times, mm. and don't want to be bougie and say where I yeah, where yeah, I had you it. You know, but I mean, you Indiana- are bougie. Any other time I've, I've tried lamb, I've even tried it at, you know, higher end restaurants uh, yeah. that let you try all kinds of crazy shit. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it's not for me. Yeah. And then I had it, you know, halfway around the world and I was like, holy crap. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. You know, and.
0: Well, they, they treat food differently in other countries too. Yeah. It's not, you know, from the, from the inception, like from the being, you know, from when the animal's
1: born, it's just treated
0: differently. Yeah, in this you particular
1: know, country, the, the sheep are allowed to wander the countryside mm-hmm. anywhere they want for yeah. an entire year, essentially. And the way locals explain it is they base themselves in herbs and spices for a year before yeah. we kill them. Yeah. So. Yep.
0: And that's, um, you know, so f- between that and then how they just handle the foods differently and prepare them differently, right. it, it makes all the difference.
1: You do so, the seafoods? I do the seafoods.
0: There's not a whole lot of seafoods I don't eat. Really? Yeah, I eat, I eat pretty much all of them. Can't really think of any that I've found that I don't like. I'm not oh. a fan of oysters raw. Yeah, like, but I will snot. eat oysters in any other. You know, like, and if you, you're like, hey, raw oysters is all we got. Well, fuck, I guess that's all we got.
1: Mm. You know, needs a lot of horseradish and hot sauce. Yeah, Hor- oh god, horseradish.
0: Uh, well, because of the word radish, you probably get the fuck that stuff. Really? Yeah, but you know what's weird is like I like cocktail sauce as long as it's not horseradish heavy. Okay. If it makes sense, I wanted to have more ketchup than horseradish, but I still like a little bit of tang that I get from it. Yeah. So like Heinz horseradish is fine, right. but like any, if you make it at the restaurant, you, you've put too much horseradish in it. I already know.
1: Fuck I you. love the the heat from horseradish because it clears out your nasal yeah. passages mm-hmm. and it's it's gone it's real disgusting. quick. I wanted to make a hot sauce out of well, like a horseradish based hot sauce, and then I found it at Tibby's. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever been there. i have not been there. I know it. Where- <clears throat> yeah, Creole restaurant, but yeah. I mean, have you had horse? I've not had a horse. I don't think I
0: would ever, unless forced to, it's all that's left. I don't think I would rush to a horse. it like is em. delicious. I like them too much.
1: Mm. But you eat pork.
0: Not as much as you... I, I do eat pork, but I, I guess I just don't look at pigs in the same manner as I do horses. The
1: pigs are really smart.
0: That's like, neither here nor like there. Like, they can do math. People don't usually befriend pigs, other than Charlotte. The spider? Okay. It was a Charlotte's Web reference. I got it. But I, I think Slowly, that, I got it. Yeah, that's fine.
1: That'll do, pig.
0: <laughs> but, like, I, I just don't... I don't feel like people befriend pigs the way they do horses. Like, my cousin's daughter raises horses. And, like, I just... I don't know. It's weird. I just couldn't... Like, at the end of the day, if I'm going to starve to death or eat a horse, I'm going to probably eat the horse. You're going to want to But I'm not going to... I just... I can't do it. It's not my
1: oh. thing. It's not my jam. We... We tried an exotic tasting menu mm-hmm. at one point in our travels, and on it was minke, whale, puffin, which are those cute little birds, mm-hmm. foal, mm-hmm. which is horse, a couple different types of local fish, mm-hmm. Langoustine, yeah, which is like halfway between a shrimp and a lobster in yep. their cold water. Yeah, I've had those are bang it. Yeah. lamb. There's some other weird animals in there and stuff like that, but I was like, man, foal is really good. Nope. I mean, you're not going to be able to eat it here, yeah, not, not, not at a restaurant. Yeah. Not anytime soon. I mean, it's, that horse is not. Can't. I get it. I mean, I'll, I'll say something really unpopular. And not just to say something unpopular. People that are super horse-ish tend to be a little weird. Yeah. I guess anybody who's into anything as much as quote-unquote horse people are. Yeah. Are a little weird anyway. Yeah. Horses make me uncomfortable. Like, they're, I don't feel they're trustworthy.
0: They're not. They're shifty
1: like cats are. And their heads are disproportionately sized to their bodies. It's like, listen.
0: The only reason cats are acceptable over horses is because cats are small enough that they won't do as much damage in as quick of an amount of time
1: as a horse will. That's true. Like a horse
0: will ruin your life very quickly. A cat will just do it slowly over many years. Right.
1: They, they're in for the long run. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Horses are not. And I But I agree. Horses are shifty and, and I am uncomfortable around them. I
1: bet if centaurs were real, the part that I would have an issue with is the horse part. Absolutely. Not the guy with a bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. That guy's all right. Also, I can disarm him if I need to. Oh, yeah? That fucking horse. How are you, you going to disarm a guy with a know. bow and arrow? I'll figure it out. <laughs> Just like with my hand. bow and arrow? Your bow and arrow? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you were telling me you killed a couple local kids. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Story next Allegedly. Time. Yeah. We'll
0: have to, we'll have to tell that, next, that story next time. I do have to drain the main vein and
1: uh, we're gonna cut that eat part some out.
0: dinner. I'm not going to cut that part out. I'm leaving that in there. I'm going to say drain the main vein every week.
1: He's going to go eat
0: the rest of his salmon jerky. I am not going to do that. He'll Make you a sure... Make sure you guys check us out on our website, uh, as well as send us an email. Um, You can check us out on our website, nothinginmoderationpod.com. Send us an email, nothinginmoderationpod at gmail.com. And then find us at nothinginmodpod on all of the social pages. Make sure you rate and review us five stars, and we will catch up with you guys
1: uh, next week. One last thing. There Uh, is uh, the the calendar.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. The butthole calendar is coming out.
1: I did. I I found... Um, Paul actually turned me on to a friend of his that does all the printing and stuff like that. Um, I haven't sent her an email. He just gave me the info yesterday. Um, but Ashley and I are going to sort through our photos and we're going to be putting together a calendar for 2020. Uh, and the theme is essentially buttholes of Africa. All right. And it is going to be photos that we took all kinds of national geographic quality, uh, in Africa of different wildlife anuses. Nice. So I'm excited for that.
0: So I think it'll be fun. I'm going to have a competing calendar, but I'm not going to tell you where the anuses come from. It's up to you to figure out. It's, it's a guessing guess calendar.
1: I mean, it's uh, it's like the pooping puppies calendar. Ah, yeah.
0: oh, man, I need a pooping puppies calendar. That's what I'm going to try to get for uh, for my calendar for next year is pooping puppies.
1: There you go. Like go 15 on. bucks. Yeah.
0: All right, guys. We'll catch up with you next week. Don't do anything crazy. We love you all. Take that however you want to. See ya. Bye.